Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just a week to go before we elect a new president. Have you already made up your mind? If you're a voter and you've attended a campaign event of a presidential candidate, good on you. Others, though, have no time, interest, or motivation to do so. Or they don't want to hear from anyone else other than their preferred candidate. Me? I've had to follow the leading presidential candidate for two months. This is what I've learned. Camille Elemia, and this is Teka Teka Explains. In this episode, allow me to take you inside the campaign of former Senator Bongbong Marcos, the frontrunner. Recent surveys show Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. continues to enjoy a wide lead against his rivals. Vice President Lenny Robredo's rallies, while they have attracted hundreds of thousands of people, are yet to translate to survey ratings. And the other candidates, Manila Mayor Isko Moreno, Senator Manny Pacquiao, and Senator Ping Lacson are all trailing far behind. Think about it. Everyone else except Marcos is an incumbent public official, meaning they should have the advantage and the name recall. Hmm, so what's Marcos's secret? Marcos rallies are all about painting a bright, sunshiny future for the Philippines, beginning with the theme song, Umagang Kay Ganda. The campaign is consistent in its messaging, which revolves around the word mm, unity. In fact, in Marcos's speeches, that's all there is. Attending a Marcos rally gives you a glimpse into the world of traditional Philippine politics. Political endorsements left and right for the frontrunner local officials organizing rally attendees, and many more. In some places where their rallies are held, it's common to see vans, buses, vehicles transporting attendees by the dozens, or hakot as they call it, wearing either green or red, Marcos and Sara Duterte's campaign colors. Covering a political rally can sometimes get monotonous for reporters like me who follow the politician's trail. The speeches are the same, the antics are the same, and yes, even the dances and jokes are the same. So, what's sometimes more interesting is what's happening around the venue. On several locations, there were raffle stubs, prize money, and free food, with people rushing to go out of the venue to get their share. Some would go back inside, others either left or remained outside. Remember when Cavite Governor John Vic Remulia got in trouble for handing out thousands of pesos on stage? It was in the guise of prize money, but some people said that was tantamount to vote buying. I met this man at the Bulacan sortie. I asked him why he attended the rally and how he got to the campaign venue. Here's what he said. 
po kami pumunta rito, walang bayad to. Pagkain lang po ang libre sa amin. Mayroon kaming samahan kasi sa Padre Pio. Kaya pumunta kami rito nga. Ibas po. Galing mayor yan. Mayor. At yung tatakbong mayor. People wave, laugh, and shout as Uniteam senatorial candidates take the stage to introduce themselves. There's Harry Roque, whose viral dance videos elicit both cheers and jeers. There's Larry Gadon, who banks on his signature use of the word bobo to rouse the crowd. And then, of course, there's action star Robin Padilla. He does not need any further introduction, so, um, he just sings and sings. His favorite? Eric Clapton's The Wonderful Tonight. Other candidates include Mark Villar, who banks on the government's Build, Build, Build infrastructure project. Jingoy Estrada, who likes to make fun of Senator Laila de Lima and who cries foul over what he claims was injustice done to him. Oh, by the way, just recently, self-confessed drug lord Kerwin Espinosa recanted all his accusations against de Lima saying he only made them up under heavy pressure from the police. On the other hand, Jingoy was actually jailed for his alleged involvement in the multi-billion pork barrel scam and is currently out on bail. Now, once all of the Uniteam senatorial bets are done speaking, what do we get next? You got it! More song and dance numbers! Enter Andrew E. Wearing a green shirt, a cap, and a pair of shades, he fires up the crowd with his hits, Banyo Queen and Biniberocha. In all performances, he throws out his shades and cap to the audience. It never fails, even if there are three to four rallies in a day. The rapper then introduces Sara Duterte. Wondering what she talks about? Her experience as mayor of Davao City, how she supposedly made the city debt-free, and how to end the pandemic, vaccines, boosters, and the antiviral drug against COVID-19. She also makes sure to mention her father, President Duterte. She says her family owes Filipinos a lot for supporting them. That's why in return, she says the family, who has ruled Davao City for decades, would offer her to the public as leader. Hmm. Around March, Sara Duterte started the burger joke. Like that Filipino saying, Pag binato ka ng bato, batuhin mo ng tinapay. But Sarah says, Kapag kayo po ay binato ng cancel, batuhin niyo po ng burger! Burger ng unity ni Marcos Duterte. This line has gone viral so much that it has led to actual real-life red and green burgers in rallies. Sarah comes prepared. Owing to her experience in local politics, she always has a list of names of local politicians, barangay officials, and she makes sure she thanks them. For a time, she had a list in her pocket with the names of senatorial candidates. Even when it's not her turn to speak, Sarah sure knows how to engage the crowd. There are times her security would get items from supporters in the audience for her to sign. Other times, it's a camera. She would take a selfie or video, then return it to the owner. Then, of course, after Sarah's speech, the biggest star to have thrown support for Marcos, Tony Gonzaga, is welcomed by loud cheers and applause. She either sings David Guetta's Titanium, 
or Katy Perry's roar. Well, they call Marcos the Tigre ng Norte or the Tiger from the North. That's why. Marcos starts his speech by saying how elated he is for the local support of wherever they are at the moment. Then, he makes sure to mention his eldest son, Sandro, who himself is running for office and is being branded by their team as a TikTok celebrity. Marcos will always bring it back to the messaging. Again, unity is the key word. And will say something like, he will become a president for all callers. At alam naman po natin, tignan po natin ang kasaysayan ng Pilipinas. Sa kasaysayan ng Pilipinas, lahat ng nangyari na kahirapan, lahat ng problema, lahat ng krisis na dumating sa Pilipinas, tayo naman ay nakaraos. Tayo ay nakaraos dahil ang mga Pilipino ay tuloy-tuloy na nagtutulungan at ginagawa lahat para sa kapwa. Ay tayo ay nakaraos dahil tayo ay nagkaisa. At alam naman po natin, kung ang isang tao, kahit po, ga, kahit po, gano'ng ka, kahit po, gano'ng ka, kasipag, kahit gano'ng katalino, kahit gano'ng kalalim ang pagmamahal sa bansang Pilipinas, siya ay isang tao naman. Kaya po aming tinatawag, sinasabi at pinag-uusapan ang pagkakaisa dahil kailangan natin yung pagkaisa ang sambayan ng Pilipino. Dahil kailangan natin ipagsama-sama Hmm. Marcos banks on this singular message so much that he deliberately avoids and ignores anything other than that. He has declined almost all debates, refused to grant ambush interviews, and when he does grant one, His team checks the questions. Huh. Or other times, if persistent reporters luckily get close to him to ask a question, his staff and security would shove them away. In the early days of the campaign, Marcos stuck to his messaging 100%. Later on, he started talking a bit more about his platform. This part, where Marcos delivers, with matching hand gestures, his staple line on nationalism, always garners applause from the audience. Tayo uli ay tatayo sa buong mundo at sisigaw tayo at iwawagawain natin ang pandila ng Pilipinas. At sasabihin natin sa kanilang lahat ang ko ay Pilipino taas ko kahit kanino. Marcus's focus on unity has rubbed off on his supporters. Many of them, when asked why they are voting for him, would say, for unity. But when you ask them how exactly he will unite the country, no one's been able to give a real answer. Others who come to the rallies became Marcus supporters simply because of what they saw on TikTok and Facebook. Facebook. Ano pong nakikita mo kay Bongbong sa Facebook? Maganda naman po. Marami po siya natutulungang tao, napapasaya. Hindi po siya madamot sa bansa. That's 19-year-old voter RJ Garcia from Laguna. He says he only finished grade 5 and that he does not know anything about people power. They never studied it when he was in school. For 15-year-old Ella Alipao, even if she cannot vote yet, 
she's all out for Marcos. What she sees on TikTok, that's enough proof for her. Nakikita ko po sa TikTok is yung pag nagkakaraban siya, maraming tao, at yung pag-i-speech na na ganun nga na gusto niyang pagkaisa ang bawat Pilipino. Hmm, that's one thing that's emerged this election cycle. The new favorite platform for disinformation is now TikTok. Political strategists have pointed out that the rehabilitation of the Marcos family name online began many years ago. And they have patiently built up to this moment. Lumabas tayo dun sa kweba ng Facebook at TikTok. <laughs> Napapanood ko eh. Napapanood ko at hindi ko kinakaya. Kumbaga parang ang nangyayari, ano na eh, nagiging kweba siya. Parang nagiging kweba kasi parang paulit-ulit, paulit-ulit at yun ay nagiging realidad mo, hmm. no? So nakakatakot. Bakit nakakatakot? Dahil hindi lang naman... That's University of the Philippines political science professor Jean Encinas Franco in a radio interview with 1PH sa Totoo Lang. Alan Herman, a PR strategy expert who's worked in a few political campaigns, says all these elements resonate with the masses because they just want some escapism. It's also very fitting that they have chosen a very beautiful song composed by my uncle of all things, a good man. They have um, used Umagang Kay Ganda as their jingle, whose first lines uh, will actually tell you to uh, close your eyes and forget all your problems. Kumikit, limutin ang problema. So it's a bit of an escapist approach right there. Alan also says in the end, a vote for Marcos may not necessarily be about the man himself, but about the broken system in the Philippines. Experts have actually attributed a vote for the erstwhile leading candidate as an almost anti-establishment, anti-intellectual, anti-elite protest vote. So it's that. It's uh, time to take it to the man, take it to the oligarchs. Now, if the irony of that is lost on you, I hope it is not, because it sure isn't lost on you. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka Explains. Again, I'm Camille Elemia, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. If you found this story meaningful, I think you'll also be interested in our series on presidential candidates. Look up Puma Pangulo on this channel. And of course, follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Maraming salamat po.